we got shown a couple of videos and like of like people fucking no no <laughs> not no <laughs> <laughs> they just showed them just porn and they were like hey yeah that's on. enough Extras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. Yes. Uh, I'm Honey and my fun fact is when I was younger, whenever we went to restaurants, I would be like, my family would be like, what do you want to eat? And I'd be like, meat, because meat was my favorite food. But now I'm vegetarian and like they always bring it up and make fun of me. So. I literally had no idea that meat was your favorite food before. I did not know. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I don't even like the taste. Of That's it. so strange. It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm a size four shoe in the UK, which I think is thirty six in the like EU sizes, um, which is very very tiny. But yeah, so that's my fun fact. I have tiny little baby you are feet, a little child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are talking about sex education and And like sex misconceptions talking about sex when you're a teenager and we even have our guests our first on today which we're very excited about um we have my stepsister ava and my sister carlota yeah and yeah and we just have like a little chat about sex ed and like how people their age generally think and talk about sex but you will see that coming up yes we will get on to that later on but first we have a segment of course We're, i'm so excited about this segment it's so good so we asked you what you should have been told in sex ed or before you started having sex so like your sex misconceptions or things that you just like didn't get taught about because like let's be honest sex education is yes as we will come to discuss later on but um should we dive in because we got so we got so many and they're all really good and this is the energy we want guys like we want you to be submitting your stuff like email us you know you know the drill like email us dm us we love we love the story so yeah should we get into the segment so my first one is um it's really hard to find how like how to get it in the first time like how to put the penis in the vagina which i think is so true like at least when when i had you know that story that i told um about the the guy that I took his virginity, my like first uh, one night stand kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like we we did not know like how to put it in. Like we had no idea where it went. But like I'd slept with someone else before. But like he just kind of did all of it. Like he figured it out. So I like yeah. didn't do any of it, and I couldn't help like this other guy. So yeah, I feel like that's true. Like no one. I had no idea how hard it was to put it in, even after I had sex, because, like, the guy did it. Do you know what I mean? Hmm, that's interesting. I, I, I don't even remember my first time, so I can't <laughs> really relate. But, like, I think the second time was, like, wild. And, like, I, he, like, knew. 
what he was doing so (laughs) it wasn't hard then someone said most guys don't actually want to wear condoms and they're actually not that easy to put on which is like kind of true yeah i feel like it's not that um like of course in how in sex ed and stuff we always hear like use condoms and you can get stds and protect against pregnancies and all of the stuff we hear this emphasis on condoms but at the end of the day like no one ever really tells you how literally guys will just not want to put it on and like even ever as a girl you can be very like i'm gonna be very safe and like always use a condom and stuff but when you when you get this resistance from guys and stuff like no one even warns you about that (laughs) yeah true and like i don't really get why no one says like even if the guy doesn't want to like that's not an excuse Mm. you know or like tells guys like even if it feels better that's not an excuse either because it's like well obviously people are always gonna use those Mm. excuses so like people should be prepared like you should know what to say yeah and also like the to the whole like putting the condom on how it's actually hard maybe you should like practice before like if you're a guy do you know what i mean so then you don't have to feel embarrassed just practice putting condoms on your hard dick or like that's not embarrassing Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be embarrassed if i was doing that i wouldn't be embarrassed because then i'd like at least when it's actually happening happening i know that i know how to do it (laughs) yeah true (laughs) how fucking difficult it is to go on top as a girl i cannot walk out the rhythm for the life of me oh interesting so true though like i literally did not know how to go as on top as a girl at all and then one guy that i slept with told me like but like you dance really slutty like just pretend you're dancing and it like low-key helps if you just kind of like like move your yeah, hips more in a dancing way yeah it. yeah like yeah yeah just kind of try it out and fake it till you make it as you said <laughs> yeah i don't think i know how to, like i don't think i've ever like been told or like learned mm. or realized had like an epiphany moment of just like faked yeah. it and like how how should i ride it like how would you ride it if you were like a slut and then i'm like oh now i know <laughs> yeah but also like normalize not knowing how to go on top because i feel like or, like, even for guys, like, not really knowing how to do the motions and stuff. Like, it's kind of awkward, like, stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not just gonna, like, come out the womb and know how to do that. Do you know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> yeah, but I do think after a few times, it is instinctive. So, yeah, you'll, like, figure it out. And, like, it take, like practice makes perfect. So, just try out, like, a few different ways. Like, there's not one set way to go on top. There's, like, you can sit upright, lie down. So, your chest is, like, on his chest. Or you can do cowgirl. Or you can... Like, there's so many ways. You just have to find the way that works for you. Yeah, but as more, like, along the lines of misconceptions about sex, like, don't don't be embarrassed if you're just, like, not good at going on top as a girl. Like, no one knows how to do mm. it from the start. Like, just, uh, as we've been saying, like, try things out and just go with the flow and fake it till you make it. And yeah. don't feel embarrassed because feeling embarrassed is what's going to hinder you, like, knowing how to do stuff. Because if you're too embarrassed mm-hmm. to try, then, of course, like, you're not gonna make any progress so don't be embarrassed yeah and also no one's gonna like give you shit and like if they do then why the fuck are you sleeping with them like that's horrible (laughs) okay someone else said how nice and understanding girls are in sexual situations um my boyfriend sent this one and we were talking about it last night because i was like oh really you think girls are understanding in sexual situations and he's like yeah because i heard like so many horror stories from girls that like guys are assholes during sex so i kind of thought it would be like the same way where girls are like assholes <laughs> and i was like oh that's so <laughs> that's, a, that's a cute thought Deep. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but then he's like, yeah, no, but girls are literally so nice. Like, they're always understanding. Like, if you don't, if you come quickly, like, they're never dicks about it and, like, that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's because, like, girls are used to being treated like shit. <laughs> Whereas when guys are treated like shit, it's like, this is the end of the world. <laughs> um, that it's completely normal to not come from just penetration alone. This is actually huge. I, I literally never thought about how huge this is, but, like, it's so true. Like, in movies, like, they're just, like, fucking and then they just, like, turn over and go to bed and it's, like... <laughs> That was nice. And oh, it's baby, like, that was amazing. Wait, like, what? I'm, I'm so confused. And then, like, you start having sex and you're, like, not having this, like, great orgasm when he's, like, like yeah. ramming you. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, wait, like, what's wrong with me? Like, can I just not come? Like, no, no, no. Like, there's so many ways to come. And, like, I bet you it's not going to happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. And if it does, like, wow. Um, <laughs> someone just said female pleasure. <laughs> Love. Oh, yeah, I had loads of like female pressure, pleasure, female orgasm, which is like yes, exactly. We don't learn about female pleasure and female orgasm. Like we need to be talking yeah. about this shit more, so girls don't like think that they're not meant to be like coming. Like no, you should yeah, be coming. You should. Be you should. A good time. Trust me. Everyone should be having a good time. <laughs> Otherwise, don't have sex. <laughs> mm. Um, how anal sex works. So, like, going into yeah, we should get a little bit of um information on just like sex that isn't just penis and vagina, even just like foreplay, like fingering, as we were. Um, yeah, and this is why as, so many people um, have like I don't know prejudice against gay people because they just don't understand how gay sex works. Like, they literally just don't know, mm. and they're like, "Oh, that's weird," and it's like. Yeah, because no one's taught you that anal sex is a thing, that oral sex is a thing, and they're all equally valid versions of sex. So, like, mm. let's maybe talk about it a bit more, please. Like, education system, get your shit together, please. Um, <laughs> someone said, losing your virginity isn't meant to hurt. In ca- Yeah, like, it is true. It shouldn't hurt so much that, like, you can't have sex. But I do think that, like, it is, like... I'm pretty, I'm not a scientist, obviously, but, like, I'm pretty sure that it is, like, a scientific <laughs> thing that, like, the hymen does break for women, but, like, also your hymen can break at any point, so it's, like, it's not just in sex, and, like, if you're having sex and it feels wrong, I think just use, like, your common sense and be, like, this isn't right. Like, if it hurts so much that, like, it's unbearable, mm. you need to, like, not, like, take a second yeah. out. Well, I mean, a lot of the, like, oh, sex hurts and, like, all of this stuff, is because well of course it's going to be sort of a discomfort it's like a weird feeling like you're not used to usually having like big things up there (laughs) yeah i mean so obviously there will be some discomfort but like i do like no one should be thinking that like sex is painful and like even if you're if you're like having sex and it's like always being painful and you just think that's completely normal it's not yeah (laughs) like it shouldn't be painful like there should it's fine if there's discomfort or even if it hurts like at first and like if it does hurt like go check it Mm. and get it checked yeah but we i think we come (laughs) on to this a bit later in the episode where we talk about more about female pleasure basically and like normalizing Mm. that Mm. next one that you can fuck from behind without it being anal which like (laughs) so true i didn't yeah, know that actually uh i know that people have also like also think like doggy is like anal. yeah oh and, my like, god i remember when i was watching girls <laughs> i think in like the first episode of girls marnie's having sex with charlie and then she's like okay like fuck me from behind and i 
and he's like oh I thought you didn't like it I just thought that was anal I didn't know it was like like obviously you know you oh, hear wow. like yeah, yeah like you hear like mm. doggy style in like songs and like movies I didn't really like understand what that was mm. <laughs> <laughs> someone else said about period products you're literally not taught this if you don't get told by your mom yeah that's interesting that you didn't learn because I think I did learn but I definitely know that, like, a lot of people don't learn about all the different kinds. You kind of just get all yeah. that, like, pattern. Um, I don't remember either. I, I'm pretty sure, like, I knew about it before my mum told me about it. But, I mean, yeah, I think periods should be just, like, generally more normalised anyway. Like, I have i don't think that it's weird to talk about your period, like, in front of boys and stuff like that. I just don't think that should ever be weird. It's literally just a normal thing mm-hmm. that happens to people. And, like, I'm not saying you have to be giving detail by detail of like what your blood clots look like i'm just saying like my first blood <laughs> like it shouldn't be weird like, kind of like pear-shaped <laughs> <laughs> but like it shouldn't be weird to be like oh yeah uh like i'm on my period and like the smell has just been kind of like weird yeah today. or just like, like oh if, i'm in so do you know what i mean like it shouldn't be weird to bring that like, kind of stuff out like it's fine it's just a yeah, yeah. bodily function. Why is that weird? Or like, <laughs> yeah, remember like back in the day when you just got your period and it was even like embarrassing to admit yeah. you were on oh it. Oh my god. Like, what? Or like, you would ha- I don't even like hide my tampons and pads yeah. anymore, but I remember like how it's oh such a god, thing yeah. that you like hide it under oh, your sleeve. Yeah. I would be so <laughs> embarrassed to take like my pad to the bathroom or like, to buy pads or go to the nurse to ask for pads mm. like I was just yeah scared. but that shit needs to be normalized for sure um another one is um which I didn't even have any idea about this until like well into I had already started having sex but like the fact that like obviously when a guy comes inside you like the cum isn't just gonna like dissolve like you have to like <laughs> it's gonna come out and you have to like clean yeah. it out like it's not just gonna like disappear like once it's inside which like it's quite big it's quite a big thing i feel like people should know because you like have to yeah. clean that shit out otherwise you start getting like yeah, infections and, and shit and this is like sex. someone comes inside <laughs> you and then you just go about your day like <laughs> with <mom laughs> dripping down your leg <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> on that note i didn't know that there were like different ways like i didn't know that like guys pulled out and like guys came inside you and like if you pulled out it's like that's why like the pull out method is a thing because then the oh, calm yeah. isn't inside you and like the spermies aren't swimming supposedly like not on but i didn't even know that like contraception people <laughs> oh no and not at all <laughs> but i didn't know that there were like different ways to come like i didn't know that you could like you had the option yeah do you know what i mean i don't know why i didn't know that but <laughs> i didn't um but yeah you have to be like cleaning yeah. that out and like it's so annoying when it's like when you're like fucking running with like the little hand like holding your badge so it doesn't like drip down oh, do you not have tissues by your bed no 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 i do like in uh like we have like toilet paper in in our room and stuff like usually but sometimes we don't and like you just have to run to the bathroom and also it's like a bit embarrassing to like have to wipe yourself i wouldn't do it in front of a one-night stand i would like go to the bathroom and clean oh, yeah. myself up i guess like, yeah. i don't know <laughs> i haven't had a one-night stand in a while so i can't relate to that yeah me neither, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> how fucking important foreplay is yes 100 percent. that just goes with like the whole idea of female pleasure again and like any other sex that isn't just like penetration it's okay not to come every time for a guy 
you don't have to come every time like you can have sex and not come and like it doesn't mean it's bad sex same for girls not saying that like you shouldn't be making girls come but i'm just saying like orgasm doesn't equal yeah. good sex also the clit isn't always the most sensitive part for yeah. every girl and like i think the most important thing you can learn is just like take the time and make the effort to get to know the person you're sleeping with's body and like just communicate with them because it will be different for everyone be like are you into this like don't just assume that one rule like fits all kind of thing because it doesn't someone else said that oh this is kind of just in the same strain but that girls have different pleasure points and can't all come the same way very true oh and someone else also said girls have g-spots in their ass too I didn't know this. Yeah, I didn't know this till like recently. Actually, is this even true? I thought that it was more like the ass, like the asshole is also like a sensitive spot for girls. Like it's not true that just because we don't have a prostate, like if we don't get any pleasure from the ass, but like do we have like literally like a pleasure spot in the ass or is it just like like there's obviously nerve endings and stuff so it mm. must like f- there's some yeah. pleasure, but like is there like a specific nah, I like, read something about really? how the G spot is like an extension from evolution of the prostate in the man so like we evolved and then our prostate or like prostate slash g-spot got moved further into the vagina as we evolved and that's why we have a g-spot but it's also like very debated whether women actually have g-spot and whether g-spot is a thing in the first place which is like i mean personally i think there is something but it doesn't have to necessarily be like a g-spot it doesn't have to be in the same place for everyone yeah it's kind of crazy because i watched this like documentary about um something and in it they were talking about how it's really crazy because obviously there's such like lack of research into like the female reproductive system and that uh, system and like even like um just female sexuality Mm -hmm. in general because like and this is why like contraception and all of this shit it's like they haven't found like a really good way to prevent Mm. kids yeah the pill uh, because there's so little research on it until like like it became um commercialized in like 1969 or whatever and it literally was not updated for like 40 years yeah it's insane like the lack of um research and like funding that goes into like female sexuality and like female yeah. reproduction and, and like fem- there's also like no females. there's like not enough women <laughs> in science to like incentivize that to happen and it's mm. like that's why girls need to be encouraged mm-hmm. to do science like come on people like encourage your children mm. <laughs> uh next one is just because he's come doesn't mean that's the end of the sex he can finish you off yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> a hundred percent okay <laughs> i have another one uh like queefing after doggy and like come like come exploding out in a massive queef and like feeling your lips clapping <laughs> that's so good <laughs> but yeah queefing girls need to know like people people need to know that queefing is a thing because then it's like it's so embarrassing oh, when like you God. queef and it's like it's just a natural thing like it's not even gross or anything it's just from like the um friction yeah. and like the air that's been pumped into your vagina like when you're having sex like it's literally not even like a fart it has nothing to do with farting like 
It's literally just like the air being pumped in during sex, and isn't you shouldn't be embarrassed. Yes, everyone should know about pumping. yeah. And yes, sometimes it like comes out like like with the cup. Yeah. Has that ever happened yeah. to you? Okay, cool. no. I listened to this podcast the other day. Um, it was like two mums, I think, and they were just talking about queefing, and they were saying how like someone submitted something saying that like she queefed in her boyfriend's face on their first date and like now they've been together for two years and i was like what the fuck people genuinely are out there like not carrying on dating someone just because they queefed in your face like get over it honestly like i didn't know that it was a thing that like like i mean obviously i knew it was a thing but i kind of forgot that it was a thing that people are like weird about queefing because it's like just so Mm. normal i mean the thing is like it is embarrassing when it happens. Like, even I get embarrassed. Like, I get embarrassed by so little. If you know mm. me, like, I really don't find things embarrassing. But, like, even now, and I've been dating my boyfriend for a while. Like, if I queef, like, I'm not going to cry about it. and I'm not going to make a whole scene or anything. Like, it's literally going to be just two second thing of embarrassment. But, like, I will feel like, oh, wow, like, <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. Which, like... I, I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling a little embarrassed. You just don't have to, like, don't, like, let it play in your mind because I'm sure, like, it probably happened really quick and, like, he's probably still thinking about your pussy. So, like, <laughs> just don't even, like, literally so just true. don't get in your head about it because, like, he's not even going to be thinking about it. He's literally just thinking about, like, how he wants to put his dick inside you. Like, yeah. <laughs> so don't give it more time than it needs in your head in your brain space do you know what so i mean so true okay so should we just quickly fire through the next the last few ones um someone said the location of the clitoris yeah people just don't give a shit mm. about female pleasure someone else said literally anything about lesbian sex at all which we touched on earlier and we'll come back mm. to you later. And then the last one is that you need to pee after having sex, which is probably the most important thing. Go pee after having sex. I have a UTI, yes. as I have already said, <laughs> and it is so painful and I just want it to go away, but I'm dumb. My last two is like, one's just like about the clit and how it's a thing. As Again, like I've, a lot of people, I feel like this is a thing theme uh and that you could like touch it during sex to like help yourself calm and like i don't know i just i'm saying like clit orgasms and stuff like how a lot of girls need clit simulation to come mm-hmm. um i feel like people don't know that like girls just expect to come from sex like in the movies but like a lot of the time realistically you need clit simulation yeah. as we have said and my last one is um that it's not that serious and you can just laugh and stuff like when funny things happen <laughs> it's not deep yeah sex should be fun it shouldn't be like scary it's a fun thing that's so true um so my last one is that they should have better prepped about emotions reading cues consent and how to say no aside from the risks too often sex ed is just either the scientific biology shit or focuses on the other side e.g protection sort of missed a gap that's so important but but schools feel too weird to talk about which is like I feel like schools think that the most important thing to learn is like the science but in the end when you're having sex like that's probably the last thing on your mind and there's so many more things which can be like more detrimental to your mental health in the long run so yeah Mm. I just think there's so much more that needs to be talked about yeah a hundred percent I think that's like that's the general feeling of like 
we've come far but there is so much more stuff that needs to be talked mm-hmm, about definitely through people from a young age um yeah. i hope you guys enjoy the episode yes. with our guests coming up it is very useful to us to like have a little insight and it's also just interesting to have an insight into what the life of a 15 year old is like in regards <laughs> to sex because obviously like we've lived it but you know it's just like interesting to see it in hindsight and see their thoughts on it while mm-hmm. they're living it because I feel like we definitely didn't have the same kind of perspective when we were their age so it's good to know yeah and like address yeah yeah and like address questions that mm. people had that like I wish I could have a an older sister to like go and ask this stuff to yeah so true <laughs> so yeah we just kind of want to have some of these answers out there for you or at least our opinion like we're not doctors or experts or anything it's just our opinion <laughs> yeah but yeah please enjoy the episode yes enjoy Okay, so this week we are very excited to welcome our guests. We have Ava, who is my stepsister. I don't know if I've ever even called you that in real life. (laughs) That's really weird to say. (laughs) But Ava is my mum's husband's daughter and we've known each other for maybe four years now. And today we have our guests here to talk about sex education and their experience with talking about sex at school. So Ava, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ava and Gwen Stefani held me as a baby. Oh my my god, God. that's so cool. Um, Well, yeah, I have my sister here with me and I've known her for 15 years because she's been alive for 15 years. And yeah. I'm Carlotta and I've had my ears pierced since I was born. (laughs) I think that's quite a good fact. I didn't know that people didn't have that. Is that just... I think it's a Mexican thing. Mexican Like everyone has that in Mexico, but like people think it's really weird in the UK. Yeah, I don't think it's a British thing at all. My mum thinks that it's, like, cool. I mean, I kind of see what people mean. I mean, I don't... I'm not sad that my parents got my ears pissed when I was a baby at all. Like, I would have gotten them pissed anyway, but I mean... It's like circumcising your kid (laughs) without their permission. (laughs) Okay, so we are very excited to talk about your guys' experience. Do you want to talk a little bit about what your sex education in your like school careers have been like and what you think has been careers <laughs> <laughs> and what, what it's looked like and what you think it's really been lacking? Mine was terrible, i got to say. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was like year five and the girls and boys were separated and I can't even remember what it was. We got shown a couple of videos and like of like people fucking. No, no, <laughs> not no. <laughs> <laughs> they just showed them just porn and they were like, "Hey, yeah, porn. that's enough." <laughs> no, it was only about ten then, so they were showing like I don't know. I remember it being something about a relationship between a boy and a girl, and they started talking. 
talking about like sexual things and that's when everyone like closed their ears and like hid their eyes <laughs> like especially with the diagrams and stuff because they, <laughs> but everyone would secretly be looking and listening because they would want to know <laughs> oh my god and then after that I just never really oh I got 60 out of 60 on this sex ed test once and I got cool I I just got teased the whole year for that last oh, year eight nice first time I ever got full marks that's so funny <laughs> it's if, if you need to know 60 out of 60 of anything it's definitely about sex <laughs> that's so funny Carlotta what about you? I feel like mine was pretty good because they kind of they kind of continue it every year they like refresh on it and like include new things as we get older as well i swear they only do it like twice like when you're in like the 13s and then when you're in like a bit older or something like that no because you kind of have or like 11s and then 13s you kind of have like pshe oh so they all constantly like do yeah they have like a term where like Ah. that's kind of the topic and i feel like they're pretty good about it um we also do boys and girls separated but they kind of cover like things in relationships but like to be honest most of the stuff is like what everyone knows anyways and we've learned about like stds about a million times and like <laughs> like protection methods and shit like they just really seem to want to cover that shit <laughs> but then oh, they yeah. don't go into like practically like what you should be doing have when you're having sex and yeah. stuff like that which yeah. like because i mean would people want that as like no, an education yeah. realistically because like i feel like people would find that way too awkward because we are saying like sex ed should be better and they should get way more into detail about these things but then at the end of the of the day like if i was a 13 year old i wouldn't want some random mm-hmm. lady like telling me in detail mm-hmm. like how to fuck exactly and like they do do <laughs> things where like you can ask questions and stuff and it can be anonymous and everything but like no one really wants to ask, like, the questions they want to ask. But what about, like, you told me about that time your friend asked, like, can you tell Oh, no, this story? was, like, an assembly or something, like, a talk that we had. Yeah, like, boys and girls separated again. And um, she, this woman was talking to us about, like, sex ed. I can't even remember what she told us, but um, someone asked, like, I think it was how do girls masturbate? And she kind of really dodged the question. Like she didn't answer. She was kind of like, oh, like, everyone is different. You know, everyone does it differently. I don't know. It was kind of really, like, not a straightforward answer. And I get that it doesn't have to be straightforward. But, like, it just didn't. She didn't answer it. Mm. And I feel like with boys, like, mm. they, they would have, in a way. But... Yeah, I think it's interesting that, like, it's very focused around boys because I remember for me as well they said I had sex education when I was in like year six and they told us like oh they're gonna separate the boys and the girls like all the girls have to go in one room and all the boys have to go in another room and then they talked to us about periods because apparently someone had like already gotten their period and they were leaving like tampons or like pads in the bathroom and like the blood in the toilet and they were like it's scaring the younger children and then (laughs) but then we were all super freaked out because obviously none of us really had our periods apart from apparently like one or two people I don't think I even really knew it was a thing and we were all freaking out we were like what blood in the toilet (laughs) what the fuck do you mean 
And then they like brought all the girls and boys back together and then they started showing us like pads and tampons and this guy stuck a pad on his forehead and he was like walking around the room with it and he was like, wait, is this how you do it? It's like to stop the headache. And I was like, what is happening right now? It was like a traumatic experience for getting sex education because I was literally like, what's happening? And they did like... They did, like, the condom thing of, like, showing how to put it on. But it was, like, I, why would you do it when you're 10? I don't get, like, what Carlotta was saying about how, like, like, why the fuck would you do it when you're 10? Like, you might as well I don't know, there's some 10-year-olds useful that are, information like, when people start having sex. Yeah, that's true, actually. There actually are. And I'm, like, how the fuck do you even know how to, like make it work i just don't yeah like things that i definitely think that they should talk about more is like foreplay and like all and kind of pleasure points for girls and all of that kind of stuff because that's like a huge part that no one talks about and it's quite necessary i feel for girls at least to like Mm. find some sort of pleasure in sex because I feel like for guys, it's pretty, even from the first uh, sex talks when you're really young and they're being really vague about everything, um, realistically, like from mm. kind of like your point of view, the guy is getting pleasure and the girl is always like, it's been this thing of like, even when you put a tampon in for the first time, you're like, it hurts. And you're like, how can how can anything like fit up that? Do you know what I mean? So even from the get go, <laughs> I feel like there's this idea yeah. of like girls having pain and guys having pleasure in this sex act when you can do a lot of yeah. sex things that don't actually involve like the penis in the vagina at all and I feel like people should talk about that a lot more in sex ed because it's not true that sex is penis and vagina Mm. that's not true and if they don't start including it especially in terms of like LGBT um sex culture and all of this stuff like if you don't encourage that from a young age and ingrain that into people's brain from a young age people are going to grow up and start having sex and girls are going to think like that they're not meant to have pleasure when that's not true yeah and I think as well it like encourages a lot of shame around like fingering and like oral sex because I remember when I started like doing bits I felt like dirty like I felt like really like ashamed of what I was doing because I just didn't really know it was a thing and I feel like so many uncomfortable situations uh, or like even like non-consensual situations could be saved if people just actually talked about fingering and how that's something that is a massive part of sex but it's just never like spoken Mm. about and like how well actually I have a question for you guys which is when you got sex education do you feel like do you think there was like a divide in who found it awkward like do you think the girls found it more awkward or the boys found it more awkward or do you think it was like a collective thing oh but you said you were separated yeah Yeah, but But, like but like when it would come to like everyone, you know, going like outside to play, it. like everyone would be like, "Oh, this is what we learned." Like, whoa, it's yeah. So, cool. so I guess like I think <laughs> I think the boys were a bit more, you know, whoa than the girl. I think I think the girls were a bit more awkward about it. But at the same at the same time, like we were we were all just trying to like keep what we'd learned to mm. ourselves. At the same time, we still had the curiosity that the boys had. I feel like when the girls, like, in their PSHE or whatever, even though, like, you should ask questions or whatever you're, like, 
confused about like it's kind of a judgy atmosphere like you know that like if someone asked a question like other girls would kind of be like you know because mm. that's just how girls are kind of and it really puts you off asking anything mm. so i guess that's like a bad thing about like yeah. learning it in school or i don't know i don't think that's really something they can yeah. change mm. no i was just gonna ask like so you'd say would you say that most of the sex education quote unquote that you do have right now is would you say you kind of know most of your stuff from the internet or from people talking about it and and that kind of stuff more than what you've been taught at school mm. yeah, yeah people probably. talking i think mm. i think uh, because i learned it when i was about you know i learned the basics when i was about seven from my cousins because <laughs> they're like boys and they're like slightly older than me but then my friends would just you know say bits and there'd be one you know this was like when I was 10 there'd be like one kid shouting like obscenities in the playground (laughs) (laughs) but apart from that like I've just learned it from my friends now like I think I do I think I do know everything especially because only just now it's been a couple of years since we've had any sex education within school we've had sort of girl talk so I think that was sort Mm. of that wrapped it up really but not from the internet at all Ava do you think that you've also had like an equal amount of education about STDs because I know Carlotto was saying like they've talked about it I don't really I don't really think I I think I sort of I I educated myself with that you know on like TV Mm. shows like Big Mouth or like on the internet at that point because I think it was in girl talk quite a lot but I did miss a couple of weeks of it because I wasn't in school at the time oh yeah no I haven't really learned about it in school okay that's interesting and do you think um if you were to have sex education now do you think do you think people would want to have it or do you think seeing as like people are actually like sexually active at your age that it would be even more awkward because you kind of know like who's getting off at parties and that kind of thing or do you think it would be like really really useful I think it's good to like teach young kids you know but maybe not during you know teen years because you know that they're all going to start talking about it I think just before like maybe the legal age like 16 15 16 that's when you should kind of wrap it up and say just remember you know about STDs before you do it like just the last Mm. points that not many people know about yeah and what about like consent and stuff do you feel like that's talked about or not really no a bit not not no really really that's so yeah that's that's, like shocking shocking. (laughs) (laughs) they kind of just said like if you say no it's not there was one whole like year meeting this was about a year ago and that was a proper you know two hours and we had people coming in and performing about what happens when you don't um consent to sex um there was a whole sort of convention about it and I think I don't know I I still don't think that was enough I think it needs to be taught you know alongside sex but I think they don't I think they don't include it because they sort of want to like talk more about in focus the actual sex and you know having a child because that was the main focus yeah. of when we learned about it when we were young then instead of instead of consent but it should be taught at a young age yeah yeah I definitely agree yeah and I don't I don't know what like the boys got told though because they maybe like 
got told different things to us. So I don't I don't want to say that like they really didn't tell us much about consent if they did. Mm. Yeah, but even if like they were taught a different thing, I feel like it's equally as important to teach consent to girls as it is to boys because like obviously you can teach boys like oh don't do this or like I remember we, we watched a video on PSHE about like consent is like a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, have you guys watched that? that? that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like. Mm. It's like if someone says they don't want tea, don't give a them tea. Out if someone doesn't want tea, <laughs> yeah, and it was someone trying to force tea down someone's throat, yeah, just laughing. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like if they like none of us can say because we don't know like what happens. But obviously, if they're telling boys like, "Oh, consent is key," and they're telling girls like they're not telling girls fucking anything, it's like. How's anyone going to know that you can actually say no to things? Like, I don't remember being told you can say no in, like, uncomfortable situations. Do you think that anyone's ever said to you, like, personally, not targeted, but, like, focused on girls and said, like, this is what it looks like in a situation of consent? Or do you still think that, like, no one's really talked about that? Um, um, no, no, no. I have a question. I want to ask, what's it like when you're kind of around your guys' age or maybe I don't know when you're 14 I don't really know when like people start doing stuff but um what's it kind of like having to deal with first of all whether people are judgy about girls and guys like starting to get off at parties or like doing stuff at parties and that kind of stuff and then how do you deal with that alongside kind of like feeling pressure to do it because you want to be cool do you know what I mean so like you feel like you have to do it because otherwise you'll seem like you're a prude and like you're a loser and like no guy likes you but at the same time it's like everyone's gonna be judgy if you're out here like getting with loads of guys and getting really drunk because I I mean I remember being a 15 year old girl what is that like now is it like super heavy like the pressure and the judging or can you kind of are people more accepting Um, I feel like there's always like the initial shock like because like at my age people are kind of going further and further like bit by bit so like at first it's always kind of like what they did that and it's like I know people that like definitely judge and they're like oh god like why would you go that far you know but um overall I feel like it's more like kind of accepting because it's something that everyone's doing Mm. but I know that like if you don't do anything and let's say you haven't gotten with a guy you kind of feel really like it's kind of like a not nice situation because you see everyone around you doing it and it's like well shit you know yeah so it's not I don't know if it's peer pressure to be like cool and everything but it's kind of like because you feel like I don't know maybe there's something wrong with you or like I don't something like that but um and if you get around you definitely like build up a reputation and I I kind of hate that because like it's no one's fucking business you know but um <laughs> like it's bound to happen because <laughs> especially at our, at our, at our age because we're like 15 you know so if someone's doing all this shit you're gonna like there's definitely gonna be people with opinions on it yeah do you think I don't know do you think that people like actively go out of their way 
to make sure that they're like getting with people because of that pressure because like I remember when I was 15 I hadn't gone with someone I got with someone at a party mm, same. when I was like 15 I got with, yeah, and same. I thought that like it was so mm. late and like I really thought that like I was such a loser for like never getting with someone before then so do you think people actively act on that pressure or do you think it's just something that like is there whether they actively like try do it and whether they actually do it is like two different things but like there's yeah i feel like people definitely like want to do it and like if they could they kind of would so yeah yeah the question about like people showing off and stuff like how Mm. they like how they deal with um you know getting off with people at parties like i think the more like definitely the people i know and people i've talked to about it they definitely you know show it off instead of instead of you know being modest about it i think that's how people at my school are but it it really it really depends like it depends how comfortable people are talking about it but like definitely there'll be one girl who who will say like oh yeah this is my body count and you'll just be like <laughs> well, she's 15 but you know yeah yeah, I kind of want to piggyback off that, actually. That made me just kind of think it's 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 so true. Like, at the start, I mean, it, everyone's just showing off and, like, everyone wants to do it. And you are just going to do it because, do you know what I mean? You want to be, like, that person that, like, has also joined in on that. And then all the people mm. that are being judgy and being like, oh, she's such a slut. Like, did you hear what she did? Like, I can't believe she did that. Like, at the end of the day, it is just people being like yeah oh like i wish like i could do- like it's not even necessarily like oh i wish i was having sex but it's just like jealous that they're cool like quote unquote and like that people think that they're like really cool and sexy because they're like having sex do you know what i mean yeah but that's not really true so it's like kind of like a competitive thing. i mean realistically like we kind of just uncovered that literally everyone's just doing it too yeah like outdo each other at the end of the day yeah Yeah, and there's no rush like we thought at 15 it was so late but at the end of the day there's quite a lot of time for you to do Mm -hmm. all that stuff but like being 15 and never being kissed is not like oh my god wow you're such a loser (laughs) yeah no when I think about like being 15 now and the things that I did when I was 15 I'm like what the fuck (laughs) like I was so young how could I like how was I ready for that sorry not to be like condescending that's really not what I'm trying to do but like (laughs) when I like genuinely Mm -hmm. do you think guys do you think people your age are like well, I know that some people in your year and stuff are, like, having sex, but do you think the general consensus is, like, mm. people are ready to have sex and stuff, or is that just, like, a select few? For me, it's definitely just a select few, I think. And, like, do you feel yourself ready to have sex, like, at 15? No. Like, I... Like, when... Yeah, <laughs> when I talk about it with my friends, it's, like, I definitely wouldn't do it now, because, like, when I do it, I want to do it with someone I trust as well. And, like, I... I don't I'm not just gonna do it with like anyone and I'm so young as well like I feel like like for that I don't feel any rush yet because like not many people are doing it yet but do you think do you think you'd feel differently of like you turn 20 and you still like do you think you'd be like oh I have to do it now (laughs) with anyone it doesn't have to be anyone special 
Yeah, definitely. I but feel like... but now like people are chill about sex. Like they don't. They're not like dying to jump on that dick. <laughs> <laughs> it de- it depends how much you want. How much you really care about what other people think. I mean, if you're twenty and still haven't done anything, then and if you don't care what other people think, then you know. True. Yeah. Do it with someone you love. That I, I think that's the best thing. You don't. Just, I. You know, doing it with someone at mm. a party. I mean, some people think it's special. Some people think it's just, you know, it's just sex. That's it. Yeah. And what about, because I know you guys have, like, both listened to our first episode. Do you think if you, like, lose your virginity in a way similar to, like, any of the ways that we read out or, like, any of the ways that we discussed we lost our virginities, would, do you think you would be happy with that? Or do you think, like... You have you have like high expectations for your first time. Yeah. Do you have like a like an idea of what you want? Mm, I really don't. Like, I feel like, however, because I don't think it's gonna be like in the movies with some like roses on the bed, yeah. you know, like candles and everything. Like not at all. Even if it happens at a party, I just like it. Just really depends on like and like you know the whole context behind mm. it like it doesn't really matter where it just like like the whole build up and shit like that you know mm. yeah i wouldn't just do it with a stranger like no yeah <clears throat> yeah it doesn't it doesn't really matter about the it, it can be in the garden it doesn't matter <laughs> just about the person really mm-hmm. you know because even if it isn't even if it isn't in a regular place you know you'll still look back and say you'll be laughing about it. but if it's in a regular place you'll say you'll say like oh that was mm. amazing so it's kind of a win-win yeah. mm. and what about what about your friends who are or like even not your friends just anyone that you know in your year that's like sexually active what what would you say, like, the way that you talk about it amongst your friends is? Like, I'm curious how open people No, but, are. like, not even about that and <laughs> about masturbation and stuff like that. Like, just about, like, sex things in general. It will always be, like, the sexually active girl who will be the one saying, like, you know, being open to talk about anything. Like, that's just kind of how it goes at our school. But we do have people just, you know, they'll come up to me and my friends randomly and like I remember we went on a trip <laughs> once and then you know they just started all talking about like oh no someone walked in on this mm. <laughs> like yeah no same but they'll literally like everyone's quite about, like, open at our school like what people think of others who are like sexually active if it's people that are like actually having sex I feel like there's so much judgment around that but then I feel like pretty much everything else Oh, I don't know about everything else, but like, it's pretty open the way we talk about it. Like, same. And like about masturbation and everything, that's like way more like taboo, kind of like with some people, I guess, because like really not many people have done it either because like they don't know how or I don't know because it's still kind of like a, ew, no, you know? (laughs) Mm. yeah that's so crazy to me that people will be like having sex and talking about having sex and not be like masturbating yeah that's true i guess like they'll be they'll be the one person who's letting all the secrets out and it'll just be like like yeah (laughs) so it kind of goes back to like that female pleasure and like shame around because I feel like boys are very open, like, oh, like, I, like, wank to this porn last night. Like, I literally remember when I was, like, 12, someone showing me, like, porn in our form time. 
and being like yeah like oh she's so <laughs> fit like I always wank to this video and I was like what <laughs> like I don't think I even knew that like masturbating was an option like obviously I I had like like I know I knew that I had a clear and I knew that it like felt good but I didn't know that that was what masturbating was like I didn't put two and two together it kind of felt like quite a shameful thing mm-hmm. In the same way as, like, when I started mm. doing bits, like, I also kind of felt like that was, like, wrong. Do you think that's still the case? Mm. I think people are still quite afraid to talk about that in particular because it's, like, sort of centred around yourself. You feel like you're selling mm. yourself out. But you don't really need to put a label on it. You could just mm. say, well, yeah, that's this fair. is what I do. But like, have you guys ever had chats with your friends about it? Like, no, not about that, no. No, like or like yeah. even ask like has anyone ever asked you like oh how do I do it? I've definitely had chats with my friends about it. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that, but like we kind of just talk about it between ourselves in a way. Oh, okay. There's definitely people that don't in my ear. Eva, interesting. What about you? No, <laughs> oh, um, no, not really. It it will ju- it will just be about you know. No. Where's this? Where's that? Not necessarily. Not like how no. to do it, no. or like not like talking about having done no, it that's <laughs> <too embarrassing for laughs> what about like attitudes towards sexuality are people like openly out in your year groups and like what are people's attitudes towards people that like you think are gay or people that are open about it i was thinking about this the other day that like out of i don't know 90 people in my year there's i think one person that's out Hmm. And, like, I don't know, that's just really weird to me because I feel like there's definitely other people yeah. who, like, I don't know if they know it yet or are just in the closet, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know if it has to do with, like, maybe they're afraid to do it. I don't know because the people in my year, I feel like, would be, like, everyone would just deal with it. Obviously, like, they can't do anything. I, they wouldn't, like, bully them or whatever. But, like, it, mo- what mostly happens is they just talk about it behind their backs. And, like, people would definitely, like, I don't know. People are just yeah. judgmental as fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so the person who's, like, actually yeah. out, people are judgmental about that. I feel like people definitely make jokes about it. Like, with their friends, you know? Yeah, so you feel like maybe if there are more gay people, that's, like, a reason why, because, like, people are aware of that, like, being the reaction. Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Ava, what about at your school? Because I remember you told me that people are, like, kind of yeah, homophobic. Well, I only know I only know of about five people who are open, but, like, of all the people, and there are quite a lot of people in our year, and I just think if the statistic is supposedly one in, thir- one in three people are gay or LGBT, then how can mm. it be, then, that all these people are straight? I just don't... I know, I... you Yeah. No, yeah, is it there's that many? I didn't know that the statistic was three, that high. But it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just ridiculous how all those huh? people... You can't have all those people straight, like... But yeah, no, obviously there's definitely some people will find out later in life, but, you know, you still be open about it. The problem with people being judgmental is not even that um, people are scared to come out. It's like people are even scared to, like, experiment or even, like, like look and see if maybe they, they're, like, gay or bi and whatever. And that's why people realise so late on. And it's, like, yeah. it's really but sad. You, but that do you people... need to come out? That's the thing. I don't think you need to. I don't really think it's about being, like, coming out. I think it's also just about being able to, like, within yourself, being able to 
accept like oh maybe I should like I want to experiment with like sleeping with someone of the same sex and like seeing what that's like Mm. and I feel like if there's a lot of judgment coming in it would be very hard to even admit it to yourself like not even come out like I get if it's like if people are judgmental at your school it's not even necessary to come out just wait till after if it's going to be a dangerous situation whatever if like do you know what I mean but if at the end of the day you can't even like admit it to yourself and you can't even go for the people that you actually fancy or like experiment in any kind of way yeah or tell your you're friends. just gonna end up being really unhappy because you're not yeah yeah exactly you're not, if like, you can't even talk about it with anyone you are. i think that's the most important mm. thing about coming out is just like claiming like empowerment for yourself and yeah. just like standing up to people and being like this is who i am and like i don't care what you think but like i do think that that's very difficult at like 15 and being able to like realize that for yourself when you're trying to realize like so many other things about your life and I also think that goes back to education because I don't think it's like very openly Mm. talked about or like no one really talks about how to realize that for yourself I guess yeah they should definitely have also uh, like an emphasis on like finding your sexuality and stuff and um sex ed because also like and like misconceptions about gay people and like because if you're like a bi girl or even a bi guy or queer in any way um and you come out or like you're scared to come out because like at the end of the day you have to go to changing rooms with these people like you also don't want girls or like guys to be thinking that you're in there like perving on them and like people need to like make this more normal Mm. so people don't have these these misconceptions and then like start saying kind of mean things or making up rumors because um don't you have a story about rumors (laughs) carlota i like a year ago i think some people spread around a rumor that i was gay and like it i didn't even know about it until like a while but like it was like it was definitely like a joke like they kind of made fun of me and like it was like in a mocking way and like i feel like that just makes it like it puts such a toxic emphasis around coming out yeah and like why would anyone want to and like it was just like even like i wasn't and i'm not but like if i was like what the fuck yeah Yeah, that would have been so damaging (laughs) if you were yeah before you even thought about it like it's it's a hostile like environment so it's also i don't know if it's harder because like it's very different with both kind of crowds but like the whole like masculinity like that revolves around the boys you know and it's like Mm. being gay is always used like as a joke yeah between them yeah i feel like bad because it makes it so difficult like if you are like to even come to terms with it if like everyone around you is making you feel bad for it yeah so you that's interesting you you think as well that it's like more of a question of like gender and like threat like a threat to like being masculine more than like the fact of someone being gay yeah yeah Um, that's what i meant and it's like it's not a threat to their own gen like masculinity it's more like the masculinity of the uh, like to the other boys the gay guy or whoever is gay or whatever is seen as less masculine or less than because Mm. yeah and i feel like at that age being super masculine and like lad culture it's like the most important Mm. thing in your life it's like what people shape like their identities around which also in itself is like harmful as fuck because that just leads to so many problems later on Mm. yeah i was gonna say that because it's when 
people are going into like the world of sex and like kind of starting getting off and like starting to do things and if you go with this whole like like guys are turning into men's quote unquote so mm. it is when they're tr- they're trying to be more masculine and it's this whole macho culture because they're like trying to get into this role of like okay well now i have to be a man and i have to fuck yeah and like yeah definitely <laughs> but uh, i i think that part of the reason why like men would find it harder to come out as gay is because like it's in today's world with the bo- with boys they've sort of sexualized um girls like in girls and it's not quite the same for men so now they go oh Mm. so this girl's coming out like she she likes girls oh wow but they they wouldn't do that to guys so they just sort of make fun you know Mm. if they had a lack of like masculine or if they were in touch with their like feminine side they wouldn't Mm. they would kind of just go oh because boys like watch lesbian porn and stuff do any of you oh actually (laughs) that's quite interesting do any of your like girlfriends watch porn or do you watch porn no 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 is it not like appealing to you at all no yeah it like so wasn't appealing to me at all (laughs) it still isn't Just to finish off, we have some questions that Carlotta and Ava have from their friends and from themselves and we're just going to answer the questions as best we can and hopefully it will give you guys a little bit of insight into what to expect (laughs) when you start having sex. Yes. Yeah, and also it's just going to be quick fire so like we will like we can dive deeper into these mm. things later on and stuff but this will be kind of more quick yeah fire. and if anyone has any more questions that they think of after this we'll definitely do a whole episode like dedicated to your questions if people are interested in that mm-hmm. okay so i will start the first question is is it true that it can accidentally go up your ass and does it happen often? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true that it can accidentally go up your ass and it can happen often, but like, well, Maria, you, you give your answer. <laughs> well, no, well, okay, so I, I like, I, I'd slept with a few guys and like, it like accidentally got gone up my ass and it's like that really awkward moment of like oh sorry uh, wrong hole and um <laughs> and then I talked to like my guy friends about it and they told me that like that just and like my other friends about it as well and they're like yeah that just doesn't happen <laughs> happen accidentally like they're doing it on purpose they're just trying to get away with it which first of all is so fucked up boys don't do yeah, that like that's that. not okay that's literally like rape yeah. that's not consent but I also think it can happen accidentally because like it's happened with my boyfriend and he wouldn't do that to me so I don't think it happens super often but it can happen it depends on like the position yeah it depends on like... the position if you're scared about it just but like... if it's like blatantly like they pulled out and there was like a little break and then they just like put it back in your ass and they're like whoops then it's like okay we know what's happening here <laughs> yeah but like if someone if a boy does that to you guys like you have to be like um shut okay. up i know you're lying does it shove him out does it really hurt if it just goes in your ass accidentally yeah, yeah it fucking to, does like so like it's like tight as fuck in there <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> 
<laughs> it hurts. And then if that happens, like don't pull it out really quickly, by the way. Just like PS, oh, yeah. like, don't pull it out really quickly because like your body's gonna think that's like yeah. shit and then you'll shit yourself. <laughs> but like that didn't happen to me, but like I know people that it has happened to. <laughs> um, okay. Can you just be bad at sex? Do you guys do you think you guys you can just be bad at sex? I have no idea. Like, mm. I don't see as a girl, like, is how can, can a girl be bad at Because I feel like it's more common for a guy to mm. be, like, known as, like, being bad at sex because they just come really quick. So, like, in your head, guys can be bad at sex, but girls, like, can't really. Uh, can they? I don't know. That's, <laughs> I don't, can they? What do you guys think? <laughs> Maybe it's just, like, if you don't have, like, like, if you have a lack of energy. Mm yeah i think when you start having yeah. sex oh. as well i really think that people can't be bad yeah like sex. when you start having sex mm. you might not know what you're doing but i don't think you're like inherently bad at it mm. yeah i think it's like an instinct <laughs> something that you guys mentioned in your first episode was that you have to be wet and like you didn't know that mm. like you said yeah and no, i no. didn't know that and i bet like barely yeah. anyone knew that so i feel like, yeah but you said like it's not your fault if you're not wet and stuff oh yeah no it's not i think okay wetness doesn't like whether a girl is wet doesn't mean that like if you're more wet it doesn't mean that you're better at sex Mm. at all like that's not what it indicates and it doesn't even indicate from the guy whether he's good at sex like necessarily i mean some guys should be aiming to make you at yeah i don't think that people can be bad at sex i think people like sex together can be bad and like let's say it's like the first times you're, you're sleeping with someone like that can sometimes be bad but it's not necessarily about like anyone being bad at sex it's just that like either you were nervous or like it's just the first time so you don't really Mm -hmm. know each other you don't really know what you're doing like it's completely fair enough and like even after you've had sex a lot the first time with someone different can be like bad as well it's kind of like back to square one because at the end of the day it's like it's a a whole new body a whole new person like so I don't know I just don't think people can be bad at quote-unquote bad at sex but I do think like you can have bad sex with someone and like you can be like inclined to be like oh they were so bad at sex when like that's not true the sex that you guys had together was bad but like i don't think that a person necessarily is yeah and you're just like learning new things unless like you're really fucking selfish yeah don't be selfish yeah is it easy to fake an orgasm i think it depends on who you're having sex with (laughs) but like in most cases i'm gonna say yes because i think the most guys don't know i think what it's very easy like. actually unless a guy asks this question i don't really know how to give a tutorial for a guy on how to fake an <laughs> orgasm i'm um, you you can't like fake like on. i've heard stories of like guys like spitting in girls backs and being like yeah i came so hard and it's just there's <laughs> so... i don't think guys know what an orgasm looks like for a girl so i think it's easy yeah it's super easy but like and guys, that shouldn't discourage you because in this podcast, we're not promoting faking orgasms. Yeah. And um, so don't worry, like our girlies are not going to be faking them. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, it is really easy, but don't do it. You're not doing anyone any yeah. favors. Are people open to do anal? 
Yes. I mean, I did you guys not hear our first episode? <laughs> like, the girl that, like, didn't want to have sex, so she was like, yeah, let's just do anal. But actually, not everyone is open to it. A lot of people are, yeah. though. But, like, not everyone's going to be open to yeah. it. I'm guessing at 15, and, like, when you're losing your virginity, very low percentage of people will be open to it, like, straight away. But I'm guessing there are freaks out there. Actually, we know there are freaks out there. I would advise people yeah. to just, like, play it by... Yeah, and like don't dive straight into anal because why would you do that to yourself mm. like just 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 have yeah, a good time it's a little extreme and like do, take it one step at a time i would say anal is like the last step you should be taking <laughs> <laughs> should a guy ejaculate loads <laughs> no 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 they shouldn't i really don't think there's any like set amount that guys should be coming i don't think any girl's gonna judge you for any amount they come unless the girl's really into come for some reason <laughs> but like girls should like girls shouldn't be thinking like oh my god if a guy only comes a little bit it means he like only liked the sex a little bit yeah, that does literally really, like yeah. the the amount doesn't mean anything it's just like literally however yeah. like when was the last time they yeah. came will like determine how much come comes out that's literally the yeah. only thing like they can't control yeah yeah so like comes. yeah don't be feeling insecure yeah it, it really doesn't matter and like also for girls as well i want to say like if you're coming a lot like if you're like squirting don't be fucking ashamed because it's like guys will be like ew this is yes, pee. Girl, like, no it's not it's come like you shouldn't be ashamed of how much oh, yeah. coming. Actually, in case guys don't know this, like, like, um, do guys in your year, like, know that, pe- like, girls can squat? Because they watch porn. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it's more of an issue, like, they think that most girls do squat. Oh, oh wow. I didn't, of course, I, I didn't, didn't even know that. it was, like, a thing. I thought it was only in porn. Okay, yeah, girls, guys stop thinking that girls squat, because, like, not a lot can, and, like, if they do squat, then don't be weird about it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> oh my god, we needed this info. We didn't know, like, I did not know that guys were expecting girls to squat left, right, and center now. <laughs> now. <laughs> Nowadays. Nowadays. <laughs> I think that, like, the answer to this is that no one should ever be pressuring people into um, coming a certain amount. Like, it doesn't matter. Or coming at all. Oh, like, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Mm. Next question. How to pleasure a girl sexually without having sex and what's nice. So, like, foreplay. Oh, my God. Yes, we love foreplay. <laughs> um, do you know what's nice? Um, head. Getting eaten out is nice. That's yeah, nice. I would say the main thing is, like, if you don't know the anatomy of the vagina, you should be learning this right now because the clit, <laughs> yes. you should do, like, some light clit stimulation Fingering is nice, but, like, I think all 15-year-old guys think that, like, fucking pounding your fingers oh, yeah. into a girl's vagina is, like, the most pleasurable thing. But it's, like, no, it hurts. Please don't do that. Like, the girl should be wet. We're not playing, like, whack-a-mole or anything. Like, we're, like, <laughs> it has to be, like, gentle. And, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because, I, I mean, I don't really get why guys don't get this. Because because if you think about like a girl giving you a hand job like you're gonna like not think it's good if she's like going ham on your dick do you know what i mean like if she's like rubbing really hard and stuff if she's so like just, trying like, to rip it take off. the same amount of exactly take the same amount of care to the vagina like you don't have to be like shoving your fingers in there with no relent like and i mean yeah. some girls like that at some point but like if you're starting out i would not advise doing that like the like 
the gentler the better remember the clit and like also with the clit don't go like definitely don't be like not that anyone's poking maybe people are poking no people are definitely don't poke okay definitely don't like rub super hard on the clit because even though people are always like pay attention to the clit like i feel like guys then like latch onto that and then they're like fucking rubbing Mm. on the clit so hard and it's so sensitive like i think balance is the key well but they ask how to pleasure a girl sexually yeah but you can like, also like tease someone <laughs> yeah like lick their neck and like kiss their oh neck my God. and their boobs suck on nipples yeah but not too hard yeah not too feeling up but like gently and like all over like you have to yeah find what makes the girl wet and that can be different for yeah, every also, girl but just take the time 100%. to find out what that like is. my boyfriend says that like his ex like her nipples were like not sensitive at all so like when we started like doing stuff he like wouldn't pay that much attention to my boobs but like i love people touching my boobs so like i had to say that and he was like oh yeah like i just forgot about boobs because like my ex like her boobs just weren't sensitive and she wasn't that intimate Mm. so it it is like a very puzzle to puzzle so like also pay attention to their cues and like touch like their whole body literally and like see what ticks that's my advice for like people that are starting out like don't like thing that you have to go straight for the pussy and like start ramming your fingers or like do you know what i mean just like literally like go super slow feel around everywhere because if you go slowly like chances are something will like something will like you'll you'll see her like flip (laughs) yeah and also don't be afraid to just ask respectfully like there's nothing wrong with just asking and like like a nice Mm. way like and like a hot way okay you know should we like role play like I'm like a 15-year-old boy. Because I want to realistically see if, like, our advice, like, sticks. Because we're like, oh, yeah, just, like, ask. Like, there's nothing wrong in asking. But, like, I want to, like, I kind of want to start thinking, like, in real life, would this actually work? Like, if I was a 15-year-old girl and, like, I was chilling with a boy. And if I was a 15-year-old boy and I'm chilling with a girl and, like, I want to, like, start doing stuff with her and it's my first time, am I realistically going to turn to her and be like, can I, like... like no like you're not gonna do that so like we might as well give advice that they will use do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but like i think you can bring it up in more like chill way we actually have another question after which is um how to get a girl to like you back and i kind of want to involve the like role play with this so like firstly if a girl like is clearly like into you you've both communicated or like made it clear that you're into each other and you're like getting off and like you've gotten her consent and you feel comfortable and like everyone feels comfortable in the situation that's when you like have the cue to like go for it and to like start like you you can just say like oh can I like like can I finger you or like what what are you comfortable you can say like what are you comfortable doing Um, yeah 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 I feel like realistically, like, or like they'll kind of just do it, like start doing it, and like it's kind of up to the girl to be like no, or like move their hand mm. away, or like you know put themselves out of that situation because like boys will kind of just in like the flow of the moment they kind it's kind of like it all happens kind of fast. Yeah. yeah, but then this is also why I just want to get girls talking about sex a little more, like also in front of guys in a way that it's like talking about sex and like shouldn't always be like a sexual thing do you know what i mean like it's just like literally a conversation and that's why i feel like if girls just started talking to guys about sex like in front of them a little more it would be a lot easier to have this these conversations because then like after you've been having like a chill chat about like 
oh yeah like once this like once like when I was getting with this guy and he like bit my lip and it was like really disgusting or whatever do you know what I, like once you've like shared these like stupid stories yeah um then you can kind of get into being like oh yeah one time like I hate it when guys will just start like rubbing up on me and that kind of stuff without literally saying anything about it first and without Mm. like even checking that I'm okay with it and like if girls kind of are speaking about these things and letting guys know how they really feel and stuff like that rather than just putting up with it and pretending like it's fine or like swatting the hand away and then never talking about it then that's never gonna change it's just gonna be nothing's no one's ever gonna learn anything Mm. Okay, anyway, um, should we move on? Because we said this was going to be quick fire and it's very not quick fire. Yes. Um, how to get a girl to like you back. Um, I think the answer to this one we is can't. you can't <laughs> force someone to like you. But, like, if you're going to try respectfully up to a point, like, I think if someone rejects you, like, three times, that's, like, a sign that they're just not into it. But, like, if you're trying to like respectfully trap someone then maybe that will work like just be nice to her and like ask her on a date but if she keeps rejecting you then that's like a sign and there's no way you can like make someone like you it's the answer how would uh how how can a guy get you to like come back carlotta realistically um because i i feel like um i feel like (laughs) (laughs) okay um uh well first just like get if you get to know just the basic things like become friends with them and everything and once you kind of shoot your shot and they say no then it's like then it's a no yeah yeah i think if you're already friends with someone and they say no then it's like that's kind of your answer like you're not gonna get her to like you back if she already knows you and knows what you're like and she doesn't like you then i'm guessing she just doesn't like you bro sorry (laughs) um don't be forcing people to like i mean i mean rich coming from me but (laughs) i mean uh, this is actually interesting because i was talking to my boyfriend about this last night about like how boys are kind of taught that from a young age that they'll always just get what they want and I think something that's really important for like teenage boys to learn is like accepting failure not everyone's always gonna like you and like be Mm. be like humble about it like if someone rejects you don't go around telling everyone like oh this bitch rejected me like me (laughs) of all people how could she do this like does she know who I am like just because you like her it doesn't mean she has to like you back and like learning Mm. that not everyone's gonna like you from a young age will probably get you a long way in life so I would advise that as well next question Um, do girls send their friends their nudes to check if they're good yeah sometimes yeah. <laughs> sometimes but not every I feel time like it varies i feel like it varies because i would never send well i'd never send my friends my nudes anymore because like i've had a boyfriend for ages like i'm not checking if my nudes nudes are good like do you know what i mean yeah but uh and like but i feel like if i i don't know i feel like i would get my friend's opinion but like for instance i would never send them like a picture of my vagina <laughs> yeah do you know what if i mean like, I like, like out of like, the game boundaries yeah, I feel like yeah, if you've yeah. been out of the game for a while and you're like, is this even good? Then maybe you'd send it 
to like check but yeah. if you're in a relationship i don't think it's weird why it. do you think that's weird no i don't think it's weird but um actually i guess it just really depends on like like what are you not doing <laughs> i no but like i feel like if i did like it would that's just kind of be a bit like odd it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be like what the fuck are you doing i mean like that might be like the initial reaction like what did you just send me but like it just would be out of the ordinary you know because but mm. i know that lots of people do it like i know my friend that asked this like he finds it weird that i don't do it with my yeah so like if you're under the age of like 18 you should know that like sending nudes <laughs> is illegal and that doesn't mean that like you shouldn't send nudes but can you just like please be careful like that's all i ask like don't put your face yeah, in it and make sure you're sending it to like respectful people and, like, who aren't gonna Snapchat like and like yeah make sure they don't screenshot <laughs> yeah even though yeah. i know you can never be too safe but like don't be like sending just like i message pictures even though i do that but like i have a boyfriend <laughs> yeah okay uh next question are girls as sexually driven as guys are and if they are how do they hide it uh i think girls are like pretty much equal to guys why do they hide it i don't think i i actually disagree i think if the question was are girls like as horny as guys yeah but are girls sexually driven as guys are i don't think so like guys will like The thing is, girls will go to the ends of the earth for a dick appointment, but, like, these guys, like, have, like, a hidden, like, sex agenda. Do you know what I mean? Actually, girls do, too. Yeah, no. (laughs) Maybe it is. I think think girls are just, like, more sneaky about it. And, like, also, it's easier for girls to hide if they're horny because we don't have a dick that, like, sticks (laughs) up when we get horny. Mm, True. So, like, we're just secretly Um, wet all the time and you'll never know where. And also, actually, I feel like not... I feel like we're not like the majority i feel like girls are in general less sexually driven and stuff yeah but i think that also goes back to the fact that like girls feel shame about that and so they kind of just teach Mm. themselves patterns whereas if you just like empower yourself and just like claim your sexuality then i feel like it can be equal there's no reason it can't be you know Mm. Mm. and i think also girls hide it by like because guys are expected to do the make the first move and stuff, I feel like it's not as bait for girls. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like girls are um, shamed more yeah. for like being actively sexual and like openly mm. sexual. And like they're also in more danger by showing that they're like sexual or like like flaunting their sexuality. So it's like you just have to be more careful as a girl. Yeah. yeah. And for guys they just go about it such an obvious way. Yeah. Like they don't even attempt guys, to hide it it's like yeah the, guys have no shame but of their jokes the thing is yeah. like i low-key am like that though so and i know <laughs> no, it works like, and yeah, that i yeah. think that's why gu- the thing is i don't think it works that much when guys do it but i think when girls like try to act like a guy and take a little bit of that like power do you know what mm-hmm. i mean power back like it works really well for girls because guys are just like not guys are just like not expecting you to sort of act like that mm yeah um but yeah um what are girls actually looking for in a guy uh i don't know i don't think we should just even a, attempt to answer this yeah. question because it's so so depends like it's just, just a nice what, what kind of guy <laughs> yeah, yeah what kind of guy yeah just be nice <laughs> yeah that's the main thing what's the main reason guys fuck up in relationships from a girl's perspective and what's the most likely reason to end it the main reason I would say is like 
being a dick and like having too much like ego and being like oh like i don't need to be in a relationship because i can be like shagging around like wanting your freedom yeah and like not wanting to know yeah freedom like like, the whole freedom thing i think yeah i think guys are like obsessed with freedom and like pride i think pride is like the number one like flaw of men sorry to like all the men listening to this (laughs) but like that's my that's my controversial opinion of the day I think for, from a girl's perspective, it could be sort of um, not being like emotionally open or available or like mm. knowing how to deal with their emotions, because that can be really difficult if you're yeah. kind of getting emotionally involved with someone, if they're like really not in touch with their emotions. So I feel like that's yeah. really common. But like it, that can come out in loads of different ways. Girls like don't want to be a mum to a boy. They don't want to have to like deal with your shit. So it's like if you have your shit together, yeah. then that's attractive. So I feel and I feel like immaturity, immaturity as a whole like is a big reason i actually saw something on reddit can i just read this out because it's so relevant to this question which is like (laughs) the most likely reason is that like girls are taught from a young age like how to look after men but men are not taught how to look after girls and i think that's like something that really fucks people over so it says the average woman has been taught from birth how to take care of 90 percent of men's daily needs while men have been taught to take care of almost zero percent of ours men claim they need less to make them happy because most of their needs get met by default women have to beg to be met halfway which is like deep as fuck but like yeah that's so deep it's true <laughs> yeah Sorry. um why do girls play hard to get and how to win them over girls play hard to get because if you don't guys get bored that's why girls play hard to get and that's why everyone (laughs) plays hard to get because if you don't people will get bored and And guys don't like it when girls are like needy chase them for long enough yeah (laughs) like literally (laughs) that is the question like (laughs) that is the answer yeah and to also like make sure that they like you i'm pretty sure like that's yeah and make sure you like you're a cool guy like (laughs) because i feel like there's a line between playing oh yeah no playing hard to get and just not being interested oh yeah but like answering that question like yeah in terms of hard to get that is the answer but it like if you mean why are girls playing hard to get and by that you mean why does no one like me that's a very different question (laughs) yeah um (laughs) um what gives guys the ick what gives guys the ick i don't know sweetie i don't know (laughs) you guys should have like a boy guest yeah 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 yeah, i mean you guys are our first guests yeah um (laughs) we hopefully we will we will we will get someone in soon yeah guy in okay. to tell us to answer this question to for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um how do you know when you're questioning your sexuality if you're questioning it <laughs> yeah if you have even a I doubt guess if you're kind of like that's how you know yeah <laughs> like but, it um, doesn't mean that you definitely are gay or bi or whatever yeah, yeah. it is it just means that like if you have a doubt that means you're questioning so like mm. if you find yourself being attracted to a girl then like you're by curious or like if you're you know? wondering whether you're finding her attractive do you know mm. that's just questioning but like that doesn't mean anything it doesn't you don't have to yeah. disclose that information to anyone or like you could talk to people about it but like it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be coming out anytime soon or like that you even have to ever come out at all it's just mm-hmm. yeah. if you're wondering then that means you're questioning <laughs> uh does a girl crush boy crush count as your sexuality so does having like a girl crush or like 
a boy crush you know how people say that about like Mm. like celebrities oh i have such a girl crush on her does that count as your sexuality i'm gonna say no because like i think straight girls especially are guilty of like being like oh she's so fit and also girls are just fit so it's like i get why you would just have a girl crush on someone and i don't think Mm. it counts that as you being bi because you don't have to act on a crush yeah and i feel like those guys can oh wait actually this is like crush but like those of boys like appreciate when like a boy's good looking as well, mm. you know? Yeah. And that doesn't really say anything. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's this like scene in um New Girl in which like well, there's this whole episode in which Nick uh he's like I mean, one, one of the, the main guys. characters and he kind of is, is saying how he can literally like never tell whether a guy's attractive or not. And I remember like uh, asking my boyfriend about this and he was like yeah I literally just can't tell if a guy's attractive or not and it's like that is the biggest lie in the world and That's then in crazy. New Girl they explain how you can yeah in New Girl they like kind of explain how you can um, tell whether a guy's attractive or not and it's like if you if you would like not mind waking up tomorrow and like looking like them if that would make you like if you think you'd be happy looking like them then <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think that's a crush either. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with also like, also if you have like a little crush on like a girl, like maybe it's not even a celebrity crush or like, do you know what I mean? It's just like a minor little crush. It doesn't mean that you're bi or like gay immediately. Like don't, you know, to freak out. Like you can have yeah. innocent crushes on people and it might mean you're like queer in some kind of way, like you're on the spectrum, but like everyone's on the spectrum in some kind of way. So I wouldn't freak out about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Last one. The last question, is it true the guy finishes before the girl in sex? What do you think, Carly? I don't know. I was wondering, because, like, in movies and stuff, um, you kind of, it kind of always seems synced. Like, they kind of both finish at the same time, and I'm just wondering, like, how? Or, like, in movies, they imply, like, they both, like, come and then it's over. But, like, yeah. I never saw the girl coming, sweetie. Like, a bit confused. And actually, to answer this, like... Is it true the guy finishes before the girl in sex? Not necessarily, but like a lot of the time. And then a lot of the time I feel like sex is like quote unquote over when the guy finishes. And then mm. it's like the girl hasn't even come or like maybe like literally the girl got like no pleasure. But like if the guy comes then like that's what signifies sex is over. And like that's true for a yeah. lot of people, like even our age and stuff, which I think is crazy. I really think it's yeah. crazy. I think like most of the time it is the guy that comes first but that's because i don't think guys necessarily know as much how to make Mm. girls come so it's not really about like that's how it naturally is in like nature (laughs) but that's just like how it happens (laughs) because that's how we've been like socialized to be and so wait and then after they like the girl finishes well no like no not every time i mean in like in a lot of sex that i know like my friends and i've had in my life like the guy comes and that's it and like then it's over and he leaves yeah the girl doesn't come (laughs) and like yeah that's not what should be happening by the way like (laughs) like it's not really fair i I just don't really get and not that you should have to be coming every time and that like if you don't come then the sex means that it means the sex was bad like you also don't have to be coming all the time it's just um that, like, I just think it's a bit ludicrous that guys will come and then that's yeah. that when realistically, like, both people should be get, like, should get to come. Okay, well, 
Thank you. Thank to you so much for joining lovely, us. Lovely, lovely guests. Um, Ava actually. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming, Carlotta. Um, Ava actually <laughs> had to leave earlier, but thank you to Ava for coming. It was very yes, lovely to you. have you both and have a little bit of insight. And yes, thank you yeah. so much. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on at Sextras Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at sextraspodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> and please subscribe, <laughs> leave us reviews, ratings, and let us know what Tell you want. Tell all your hear. friends about us. Yeah. Tell all your friends about and us. We will see you next week. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt. Maria Jose Hayodetiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.